0: we are building the best internet talk radio on the planet. Prepare for glory. glory. Talkzone.com Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber. I'm reading an article. It's called The Guru in the Postmodern World. And anyway, it comes out of a very intellectual magazine that, um I like some of the stuff out of it. Anyway, they, what they're talking about here is the value of having an external guru. Before I even get into this, I want to qualify this. I'm not really into gurus. I'm not into where I have somebody else, a human person, on a pedestal that I have surrendered my life to. I'm just not into it, and, and we don't think anybody else should be either. However, if you're in, if you're talking a guru in terms of somebody who's gonna say to you, you have a blind spot over here you need to work on then I'm all for a guru if that's what they're doing. If it's a gooey thing and you're special because they're special and they like you and <laughs> it's all gooey and they like being on a pedestal and being above everyone else and while they're up on a pedestal, you'll never get up there because you know, whoever's on the pedestal is always higher. And, now, and they don't watch you up there, although no, they, they pretend like they, yes yes. See, this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about somebody... Anybody, your wife, your husband, your friend, your co-worker or a healer you go to, we're talking about anybody who's willing to say to you between your eyes, you've got a hole over here, you're off base, you need to change as part of yourself, you can't see that you're off but you are off. You know, if you, that's what we're talking about. And it doesn't need to be some big, fancy person flying around in front of groups. It can be anybody who's willing to tell you the truth kindly about, you know, parts of yourself and who they have a right to tell you back the same thing. You know, okay, go ahead. You tell me where I'm off. I'll tell you where you're off. And together we will uh, go forward and and become more enlightened. So this could be called a guru
1: for a moment or a guru for a specific situation perfect. or issue, perfect. But, but not a guru that you surrender everything to and basically they tell you when to
0: jump and how high. So here they're saying that uh, there's at least four different ways that people avoid real flesh and blood guru. And again, we're I'm only going to cover two of the four that they say and. We're only into real flesh and blood gurus in this definition. Somebody who's going to help you get through your stuff while they own that they have their own stuff. Oftentimes, oftentimes you'll find gurus who everybody goes, oh, my God, they're perfect. Yeah. You know, the biggest fall from grace was, uh, wasn't it Sai Baba?
1: Well, he was one of them, that's for sure.
0: That fell from grace by because, you know, he's got a pedophile problem.
1: You know, my ego used to love to have people think I was extraordinary. Exactly. And that it's a problem. It's distasteful to me now after I've gotten cleared out a bit, but
0: boy, I sure used to love that. Here's one of the biggest uh, pitfalls today in the spiritual movement uh, is this. People want to replace the demanding external guru with the comforting, and comforting and comfortable inner guru. In other words, they succ- succ- succumb. <laughs> Can't get that tongue today Spit to work. It out. Uh, to the need to preserve their ego identity, but the entire spiritual adventure is about sloughing the ego identity. The inner guru to which so many seekers entrust their spiritual career is frequently only a figment of their imagination and a product of self-delusion. You know, this is basically the people say, well, we have all of our answers within. And it's usually, you know, being said in that soft, sweet, love and light voice. (laughs) We have all the answers within. You know, the problem with that inner ruler is... That we utterly are truly blind to our ego's ways. That's right. It, it owns us in certain ways, so,
1: you know, you can't have all your answers accessible to you. Of course there's in you somehow, but they're not accessible because your ego, in some areas, are stronger than you are. It's more present, has more ownership, more habitual, uh, foundation of, of that
0: area. You know, I remember, um you know, this has been the case with both Keith and I, Um, but I'm just going to share the one I remember with Keith so clearly because it was so clear. You know, we all have our blind spots, and in this particular case, we were working on one of Keith's. And, you know, these guides came in and said to him, flat out, you have a blind spot here, and he just looked at them baffled. You're kidding, right? You're saying I do that. and Yeah, you do that. I have no idea that I'm doing that, he said. So they set me up that I would be able to tell him exactly the moment he was doing this behavior that he didn't know. You know, finally one day it came to pass and he did this behavior and I looked at him right then and said, Right now you're doing it. And he looked at me like he was fit to cream my jeans, I'll tell you. He was just going to just gonna wonk me over because I caught his ego. And his ego was not happy to be caught. And that first time I said, right now you're doing it, he looked at me like he so didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to know. Now this guy here, Keith, this is a guy with a dedication that I have not seen anywhere else with the fury that he has of a dedication to getting through his lessons. So you take somebody with that much dedication and they're still blind. So how do you expect to get people who don't have anywhere near that dedication to get past their blind spots? You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charming Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. And don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We're talking about pitfalls of a spiritual path. So in that that first time, you could see that he was furious with me for saying it, but he still wasn't fully getting it. Then a day or two later... It happened again. I said, right there, you're doing it. And you could see over his whole being, he went, I got it. I got it. I got what I'm doing and I got that it's not right. Well, then he was no longer angry at me. Then he went, he went to work on, and you see the person who was really stuck. You ready for this? Who was really stuck was Keith's higher self. Keith's higher self was stuck in a negative pattern. So many people today have this belief that our higher selves are perfect and handled and, you know, if we could just get more like our higher self, everything would be perfect and blissful. But the truth of it is, is it was his higher self that was stuck. And the truth of it is, is most people's lessons are lessons from their higher self. Our higher selves are not perfect. Our higher selves are working on their lessons. That's what we're here to do. So the first time I caught him, his higher self just went into a rage. The second time I caught him, Keith said to his higher self, enough. I see it. I'm on it. I see it. We will not do this again. Now, if you guys are just going to go with your inner guru... You're never, ever, ever gonna get past these places. You or won't. Or your outer gurus, you, either one. You're not gonna do it. You won't do it. it, it you'll just, you, that ego part, that ego part, which is as much your higher self as not, it's just gonna keep looping you around and looping you around. And all the, all the, the junk experiences that that part keeps pulling into you, to show you, to illuminate that lesson so that you will learn it, see it, transform it, and free yourself. They'll just keep coming and coming and coming on infinitum, pucum. Because you're uh, co-creating it. It's just
1: manifesting right out of your own it's, vibration. It's
0: in your pre-birth contract. This is what you are slated to get through and and they aren't going to move on until you do it. So with people with
1: a burning desire for truth And clarity and that kind of thing. They'll move a bit faster and you can hit them a bit harder. But with people who have to have misery push them and then it's a question if they're gonna really change their ways or not, you gotta go way slower, spoon feed them, point out how miserable this behavior's making them. So there's two approaches you gotta do here.
0: Okay. So that's, that's the pitfalls of the inner guru. Because odds are you will not have the ability to see past the veils. You will need somebody from the outside, somebody who you trust, to say to you, you're off over there, bucko.
1: Now, you might get 70 or 80% of your own stuff. Fine, go after it. Use your own inner guidance, your own inner guru. But there's uh, 10 or 20% if you're really going after it that you're, you're not going to see that clearly. You need help. I need help. We all need
0: help. Here's the second pitfall that is uh, huge out there in the world today. And... um Oh, here's one other thing that they say about this other one. The ego is inherently conservative. It always seeks to maintain its position in the world. And consequently, this is again speaking about your inner guru that's going to miraculously get you through. And consequently, it will receive just those intuitions and messages from the inner guru that it likes to receive. And that's exactly right on. It's exactly right on. I can't tell you the number of times I've watched people use pendulums, and they get exactly the answer they want <laughs> over and over and it's over so again. It's so funny. It, let's see. Uh, you know, I'm not supposed to be indulging, but I
1: ha- happen to have an extra hundred bucks. It's my husband's. Oh, uh, let's see if I'm really supposed to get this. Let me whip out this pendulum. Yep, I'm supposed to get this every it took time. Took every cent I had. It's so funny.
0: Every so often, you, you find somebody who actually can get accurate. Past their own inner ego, inner guru, inner light, inner whatever. But most of the time, uh, it doesn't happen. So a lot of times, the main guru
1: for us is our spouse. Did you know that? And, And when we're younger, it's our parents a lot of
0: times. And what a deal if you can set up with your spouse or your best friend to say, Hey, help me. When you see areas that I'm off, like say that, you know, you've been too, like, bitchy. And, you know, your partner says, you know, you were really rude to that person. And you go, I was not. They had it coming. And you go, they maybe <laughs> did, but you were way out of line. You know, what are you gonna do if you don't have somebody, you know, to nudge you like this? And we all need it. You know, one time
1: Charmaine was with a good friend of ours. We were all together and, Charmaine says, I did something. I go, I didn't do that. And she says, yes, you did. And so we asked a friend. You know, that was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she said, yeah, you did. <laughs> I got quiet after that. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me tell you another example. Do you got time here for me? Uh, right. Barely.
0: Oh, why do you go ahead then? Okay. So here's the next one that people do entirely too much when you know they think that they're really making progress in their spiritual path but really they aren't boy we see this a lot this is um this is where we have people who have decided to pick teachers that are safely dead in fact, the new age craze of channeling is symptomatic of this approach. Here, conveniently ascended, hence no longer physically present, masters give all kinds of advice which is usually quite innocuous and makes precious little demand for actual change. Mm. So this, uh, the ordinary individual in this circumstances feels understood, confirmed, and loved and confuses this with feelings of genuine spirituality. Boy, isn't that the truth? There are so many bad channels. Even big names are bad, often channels. You just can't collapse into this. I'll tell you, when they start telling you, oh, my God, you've had all these incredible past lives, and, oh, geez, you have such incredible healing energies and abilities, and, oh, my God, you are so amazing. Instead of, look, bucko, you got this area over here you're not working on. You're late on your lessons. You need to be working over here harder.
1: You know, one time, uh, me and my family, we had a bunch of kids. This is a former, former marriage. We moved to a town of about a 1,000 in the uh, Sonora Desert, high desert kind of area. And there was this one family. They were all established there, older children, and... Um, uh The father was just a dignified, you know, he was the top in the church, top in the town, top in the city council, uh, had a big business. He was just the top. They had several kids and one boy always, you know, always had just terrible things happen, you know, things that were so embarrassing for a dignified family. Mm-hmm. And he did it and did it. And did it, and finally he died in a flood, and and you know his body was found, and that was a whole gruesome scene. So, it it went to, um, it went to um, shatter the dignity or the arrogance that the father had, and and there was no way other way he could find to do it in his soul. This is a soul contract. The father is too arrogant and uppity and condescending. So this soul found a way to embarrass and equalize and pull this uh, father down to humbleness, which is actually a gift to him. And it, you know, so he ended up about thirty years old, from about three years old on, just a thorn in his father's side. And uh, you could see over the years that his father got more and more humbled. And then the final, the final action, and you know, you could see the father uh evolving and maturing and humbling
0: we um in the past uh have worked with a number of individuals who uh go to channels to get wisdom to forward their their uh, spiritual path and it's amazing how often these channels are heading them down the wrong direction and I'll tell you I'm the first one to tell you that there's some amazing information valuable information that can come through channels because I've been around a lot of it but I've seen both sides of the fence And unfortunately, if you don't have really good discernment, it's Mm -hmm. hard to know when you have stuff that's good or when it's not. I'll tell you, if it's stroking your ego, run the other way. It is not helping you. There's
1: two things you want to look at, purity and giftedness of the channel. Those two things you're going to go far.
0: Also, if they're stroking your ego, leave. (laughs) You don't want anything to do with it. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. We'll be right back.